The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Green Zone. with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And welcome to the Green Zone right here on VSIN, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds for the next seven hours. How about that? Brent Musburger introducing our, our names. Name. Brent said our he names. He said our names. He that, knows who we are. That's good. That's We're me. off to a good start for week one. It's official. We're actually yes. here, and the NFL season is actually upon us. And, Wes, we're going to keep our eye on everything we can keep our eyes on, right? Mm-hmm. I've got glasses for a reason because I can't see anyway. So, guess what? We've got a lot of help to navigate these the early window of NFL games. How about to it the tune it. of every single game, we've got somebody there uh, covering it for us. Mark Zinno is going to be with us. Tori Gurley, Dieter Kurtenbach. Uh, Wes, you're going to try to help keep an eye on the Colts game as well. Arash Markazi, Will Hill, Anthony Armstrong, Mike Wobishaw, Nate Jacobson. You guys, I know you're locked and loaded. Thank you for being with us here on VEASAN on the Green Zone today. So whenever there is a score, a, a pertinent injury, anything that might affect your betting dollar today, we're going to mm-hmm. go, go to those guys as they keep an eye on their individual games here in the 1 o'clock window. But, Wes, I did want to get your initial thoughts on what you're looking for in this early afternoon window. Yeah, and as we introduce all of our guests today, it takes a village to cover really NFL does. Week My 1. Goodness. And uh, we definitely have one here this afternoon. But, yeah, what you're kind of seeing here a little bit, I think you've had a lot of games right around the key numbers. So a lot of potential teaser games. A lot of games maybe where the odds makers or even the betters look. This is the most unsure everybody is going to be of their numbers, especially the guys behind the counter, because this is week one, so you don't know if your evaluations on these teams are right, but you look at all these games around the key numbers. Uh, 
the Chargers and now the Washington football team who have taken the money today all that? the way up to two and a half. That's so right. obviously a teaser option on the Chargers, Seahawks and Colts. The line flipped, obviously, because of the Carson Wentz injury situation and all the offensive line injuries for the Indianapolis Colts, Minnesota, Cincinnati, right on the key number of three. Arizona, Tennessee, right at or around the key number of three. Jacksonville, Houston's kind of been dancing back and forth. And now the Jets only down a three and a half and actually three minus a dollar twenty here at Circuit Sports. So a lot of uncertainty, I think, with these lines. So that's going to make it a lot of fun. And that is interesting that you point out that week one might be the most uncertain that you are either as a gambler or as a bookmaker mm-hmm. to try to figure out what these teams are going to do in week one. And so that's what we're really going to be looking for early are the teams who we thought they were or right. maybe we misjudge some of these teams. Yeah, early. and that's one of the things I've been pointing out all week right here on VSIN is just because you might have a read on a team that you think is going to be very good, maybe you've bet them on like a divisional future or a make the playoff future, even a Super Bowl future, or their season win total, don't necessarily get married to your macro season view on a team. Like, there are certain teams I like this season over their win total. One example is going off here in just a minute, the Carolina Panthers. I did not bet the Carolina Panthers today. I actually lean with the Jets side and use them in one of my super contest entries over at the Westgate. So, you know, don't get married to that. And just because, okay, maybe you got off to a bad start on your season win or your future, week one is just week one. So you don't necessarily want to overreact. We saw yesterday college football overreaction Saturday, especially week one to week two. And that's going to be the same basically with the NFL. So I'm interested. Look, everybody's a zero and zero right now. So optimism is there for 32 cities. Those will disappear slowly but surely today, though, through week one action. And again, uh, later on in the show, we'll give our smart and hard plays. And you do need to know the difference between those. You don't necessarily play the hard plays, but you should play the smart plays that we see out there for you today. But also, Wes, for people that are joining us for the first time uh, here on Beeson and they're, they're watching us, and hopefully they're going to watch the whole seven hours with us today because it's going to be a lot of fun. But you also want to try to cash those tickets, right? Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's some early do's and don'ts in week one of an NFL season that either might be a red flag scenario for you as a major or a green light go scenario. Yeah, I guess for the red light scenario, I would say, you know, don't chase bad numbers necessarily. Like, like, for example, if you look at San Francisco as seven and a half at Detroit, mm-hmm. don't assume that that's just all bets moving that number. We saw this on Thursday night with the opener with Dallas and Tampa Bay. Remember that was kind of like seven and a half, pretty much around there, and then it went to nine, back to seven and a half. Mm-hmm. A lot of that move on those numbers are just strictly teaser liability. And when you see some of these books move to nine and move to nine and a half when they were seven and a half, that means no moss. They're playing Roberto Duran here. No moss. They don't want any more teaser liability because the San Francisco 49ers who were playing Detroit about to get kicked off here in Ford Field, they're going to be in a ton of teasers. Whatever book pretty much across Las Vegas or across the country, you saw that with Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. and that absolutely came and that absolutely came into play. With If you didn't get the good number on the teaser with Tampa Bay, you lost already. I want to go out to Arash Markazi from 1090, the mightier, which I love that name, by the way, who's watching the Chargers and the Washington football team for us today. And Arash, West just mentioned about the line move. That was the most significant one I saw in the last 24 hours with the Chargers going all the way up to catching two and a half points. What do you make of that line move, Arash? Okay, we're going to catch up with Arash here in a second. Again, hey, it's it's week one mm-hmm. for everybody right now. Mm-hmm. We'll get back there. But that was an interesting line move. 
to me when I saw that. And to that point, I'll, a little bit later on the show, I ended up taking the Chargers in a tease, to your mm-hmm. point, yes. to move it all the way up to six and a half once I saw it get to two and a half. So, again, a lot of money coming in here in Las Vegas on the Washington football team. Kickoffs are going on all across the country right now. So, again, we will keep an eye on everything going on. Uh, as we can and go out to our correspondents uh, throughout this afternoon window. Uh, if we can, though, I, I was curious, did, what did you make of that line move as we see the Chargers take the field here? They're going to get the ball first in D.C. I was really surprised mm-hmm. that it went up that much overnight. Yeah, and I was too, and this wasn't a game I was I was going to get involved with. I really didn't like either side on initial first glance, but just on the number, I bumped it up to eight and a half with the Chargers on a teaser because when you look at the Washington football team, I think a lot of people are high on this team. Yes. And maybe I'm wrong on my read, but keep in mind, this team was seven and nine in the NFC East in, in what was kind of a battle of attrition to win that division. So they did win that division, give them credit, but also when you give them credit, you give them the first place schedule. And I just think that schedule for Washington is tough. And we all love Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic and all that. <laughs> he's a He's a social media darling, but... He's on his ninth team in 17 For years. For a reason. So, you know, I'm not saying, okay, now they got Ryan Fitzpatrick because he was an upgrade over Dwayne Haskins and Alex Smith and even Taylor Heineke, who played a very good playoff game in that wild card loss to Tampa Bay. But I don't all of a sudden think you get Ryan Fitzpatrick and all of a sudden you're going to win 10, 11 games here. So I think the hype train on Washington, and I think that schedule is absolutely a nightmare totally for this agree. team. So, yeah, I thought they were overreaction. They were actually a team that I played on the under mm. in terms of their season win. And I was surprised to get see them get that much love on the number in the first week. I, I was not going to play the game either. But then when I saw that move go to two and a half, I thought, okay, Rams. I, and again, I'm kind of uh, leading the witness here a little bit. But that was one of my smart plays that I looked at it in a six-point teaser, the, the tease of L.A., if you will. You mm-hmm. take the Chargers plus eight and a half and tease down the Rams tonight down to one and a half. We'll get to that in a moment. I know we're also keeping an eye on the Colts game here. Speaking of line moves, you go back to the summer, West when I was with you here in my first venture out to Las Vegas in July, and you were catching three points with the Seahawks, and then today here at kickoff, you know, a couple months later, and you're you're giving three points here in Seattle. What did you make of what you saw all summer long to lead off to, the, to this kickoff here between Seattle and Indy? A lot of the move was obviously the Carson Wentz surgery yeah. that he had, and I don't think a lot of people. Remember when they gave out that time frame of five to 12 weeks? That's a big gap. That's like, Who are those doctors? Well, that's like when you go order a door to get installed at your Lowe's or your Home Depot, and it's like four to eight weeks, and then you get into them in three weeks, and that's that under-promise, over-deliver principle there. And I think that's what you saw here. So Carson Wentz is a go. Quentin Nelson also back in the lineup. Now that left tackle situation for Indianapolis a little bit shaky. Eric Fisher still not good to go. So that's why you saw that that move. Uh, and uh, Tory Gurley actually is uh, watching the Steelers and the Bills we get very our first closely. Points yes, off. We, yes, we do. Yes, we had a Thursday night game. We get it. But for week number one, let's go out to Tory Gurley right now, former player, obviously in the NFL from 2011 to 2014. Tory, tell us about what just happened in Buffalo. Yeah, special teams. You know, that's one of the biggest parts of the game is one of the three phases, something that the average fan doesn't pay attention to until, you know, you're betting on a game and you need the field goal kicker to make an extra point or to make a field goal. But in this instance, um, the Buffalo did a great job of having a monster return, putting them in the red zone. They end up going three and down and kicking the field goal, and that puts you at plus three. Right, well, yeah, minus three right now, but Buffalo is looking pretty good at home. So we'll see if, if Pittsburgh can respond, but that's great by the defense to bend but don't break. Absolutely, Tori. Astute point there because, again, the Buffalo taking that 3 nothing lead. Again, the Bills six-and-a-half-point favorites at kickoff moments ago. 
And, and Wes, good point by Tory. The defense did hold, mm-hmm. though, for, for, for Pittsburgh to hold them to three after you have a really a change of momentum type play. And what Tory was referring to there is 75-yard kickoff return by Isaiah McKenzie mm-hmm. put them in position, but the Steeler defense, and look, that's why I didn't get all this hatred for the Steelers necessarily in the market. I understand maybe they're going to be a little bit down. They started 11-0 and then kind of faded down the stretch in 2020, but... This is still a team that started 11-0 and still has a championship defense. By the way, 3-0 is your score just a couple minutes into the game up there in Buffalo. Bills now adjust at BetMGM to minus 6.5, minus $1.30, 49.5 your in-game total. Okay, there it is. And again, if you are trying to, to play these games live, I understand that, that logic. You wait and see what happens early to see if you get a read on where these games are going. Uh, great information Just basically from a big adjustment there. That's and, and that's something that you're probably going to see as a pattern here when we're updating the live lines at BetMGM. GM. Not a lot of movement on field goals. Kicking is for losers, I guess. The guys at the uh, in the hub at BetMGM updating these lines by the second basically believe that philosophy. Okay, uh, Jacob, uh, my producer, go ahead and say that one more time. Do we? Okay, we're going to have some updates when we come back here. Again, we do have our first field goal, but waiting for our first touchdown here of week one in earnest here on a Sunday. Uh, so obviously we've got wall-to-wall coverage for the next seven hours. If you see us looking up, it's because we've got monitors all over the place. We're going to try to keep a watchful eye. Head on a go. swivel, Dave That's Ross. all we're trying to head do right here. Head on a swivel. Here. you got to keep your head on a swivel on a day like today. So much more to get to. It is the Green Zone right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Don't go anywhere. Live updates and adjusted odds to maximize your betting dollar right here on VEASAN, the Betting Network. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. VEASAN is now available 24-7 on the YouTube TV Sports Package. Sign up today at tv.youtube.com to start your free trial. And remember, you can also watch us 24-7 on Fubo TV, Sling, and Xfinity X1. Visit VEASAN.com to find all the ways to watch and listen to these. Dave Ross, Wes Reynolds here on the Green Zone. And we have some scores. We've got updates. We've got Arash Markazi watching the Chargers. And the Washington football team comes to us from 1090, the mightier. Arash, what's going on there? I couldn't believe the line move overnight to the Chargers catching two and a half. What did you see in that first drive? This is why I loved this bet today. Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Everyone was wondering how he would do. Would he have a sophomore slump? Not so far in that first drive. Six for six, 40 yards. Touchdown by Austin Eckler. A lot of people were figuring he may not play. He'd be a game-time decision with the hamstring injury. Scores the first touchdown of the day. 7-0 Chargers, 9-14 left in the first quarter. Great stuff, Arash. And again, right out of the box, Justin Herbert right down the field. Chargers take the opening kick, and they're up 7-zip. Again, they were catching 2.5 at the last line bet MGM. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Wes, I wonder, look, we know how good Washington's defense can be. But that's why I was so surprised. Did people not watch Herbert last year? Right. And they were getting a lot of guys back that they missed for the COVID season of 2020. This looks like a dangerous team, potentially. Yeah, West. the football in the City of Angels, the Sunday version, certainly <laughs> off to a better start than the Saturday version, yes. which Arost was at the Coliseum last night covering USC's defeat to Stanford as 17-point favorites. But nevertheless, 
Minus three for the Chargers now, about minus $1.20 on the live line, 48.5 now the adjusted total. So as he mentioned, 10 plays, 70 yards against a very good Washington defense. Yep. No problem for Justin Herbert. Chargers did make a commitment to add more offensive line this year. They thought that that was a weakness, and so far so good, at least the early return. Let's get a first update with Dieter Kurtenbach. He, of course, is from the East Bay Times writer and covers the Niners uh, with his game day podcast. Dieter, what are you seeing so far from Detroit? A lot of sloppiness in this game. We had a fourth and one, fourth and two. Uh, the Lions decided the best possible play, run into their own offensive line, and the 49ers, not wanting to be undone, uh, fumbled it on the snap on the very first play of the game, Detroit ball in San Francisco territory. So uh, the sloppiness that you'd expect from the Lions transferring over to the 49ers early. Yeah, Exactly, Dieter. And again, this was one of those dangerous spots, I thought, obviously. When you got a guy like Jimmy G, Clearly looking over his yeah. shoulder, right? When, when you draft a quarterback third overall and you go into week one in a you know must-win scenario or, what, an eight-point favorite here at BetMGM uh, at kickoff today, you can't lose this game, you're going to feel a little bit of pressure. I would think that's only natural when somebody's trying to take your job and Jimmy G knows that's going to happen with Trey Lance at some point. So do you think this could be a tough spot over four quarters for San Fran today in, in a game that everybody's just expecting them and the Lions to roll over. Yeah, and that's why I passed on this game. I know San Francisco rightfully a big favorite, but the teaser adjustment basically on there, and you already saw Jimmy G turn the ball over, but nevertheless, Detroit uh, doesn't really capitalize on the very good field position. They try a long field goal. Dan Campbell in his first year up there at Detroit, it was fourth and 18, so they kind of had a, they were in that no-man's land, Dave. Yeah. So they tried the field goal there with uh, Austin Seibert. It is no good. So still no score between San Francisco and Detroit about nine and a half minutes ago. Early first quarter, both teams have had the ball, nothing much doing. About a moment ago, it was San Francisco about minus seven, minus $1.15 on the end game. And it looks like uh, Washington, with their first drive, uh, they're going to go a three and out, it does appear. So, again, uh, the Chargers with that 7 nothing lead, they're going to get the ball back here uh, early on, waiting for some games to, to kind of open up here a little bit. Uh, and so far, relatively slow start. And one in particular, uh, Arizona was in the red zone, had uh, a first and goal-to-go scenario. And right now, that boy, Zippo coming across there. I kind of like the over in that game. And, and so far, a little bit of a slow start. I wonder when you start to a panic if you're an over player and you haven't got points five, ten minutes into a ball game. Yeah, and uh, we actually do have a field goal now in that game. Matt Prater, good from 34 yards out, drive does stall for the Arizona Cardinals, which is one of the plays I am on today. Mm -hmm. I did take them plus three on not only a bet, but also in both my contest entries. So Arizona settling for three, didn't quite get seven, had a good drive going, but stalls out. All right, let's go to Nate Jacobson from Stadium. I love working with Nate at at Stadium, and uh, he is a great numbers guy. So we got some numbers, Nate, but only three for the Cardinals on the board against the Titans. What have you observed so far? We do, and we had a three and out quickly for the Titans on their opening drive of the season, and then the Cardinals come out out right away. DeAndre Hopkins, long reception from Kyler Murray, so they were right in the red zone right away, but penalties were the killer on that drive. Three penalties accepted by the Titans that the Cardinals took, and that kind of pushed them back, stalled the drive. They settled for three, three nothing in Tennessee right now. Okay, and again, I, I think we're going to get some offensive fireworks before this day is over down in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's one of those sneaky 
uh, really good offensive teams that people don't talk about a lot in this context. But again, a slow start here uh, offensively. And you see right now the adjusted uh, line right there and 3 nothing. It's the over-under. That, that one really does surprise me. 54.5 people still waiting for those points to come. Yeah, so just five minutes in. So 3 nothing, as Nate pointed out there. And another 3 nothing score, a game I am watching here. Indianapolis Colts hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Mm -hmm. Carson Wentz, first drive really ever in a Colts uniform because he didn't play in the preseason because of the injury. Four or five, 33 yards, relatively efficient. But Colts do have to settle for a short field goal. Rodrigo Blankenship, respect the specs. Hashtag respect the specs. I'm Uh, with you, Rodrigo. What's up? Three nothing there. So now a minor adjustment on Seattle. Minus two and a half. Minus a dollar fifteen on the in-play line at BetMGM forty-five and a half your total money line on Seattle minus a dollar fifty take back on the Colts plus a buck twenty. Wes, very quickly to that end about in-game betters, right? When do you jump? Is it when you're looking for a number that that the books adjust to, and then you say, okay, that's value, so therefore I play the number? Yeah, yeah. More often than not, that's what I do. And and look. Oftentimes, it's just about reacting to to news and whatnot to say, okay, there's an injury, and you try to beat the book to the number. But look, these guys can pull it off, and we'll see this at any time at BetMGM, who is the sponsor of this program, and really any other book that does in-game wagering. They're going to pull it off the board at a certain time, you know, so you're not going to always have access to it. You're like, oh, I want to get in. Oh, that game is frozen (laughs) right now because they got to reprice it because a starting quarterback just got knocked out of the game. So obviously they're going to take that down and reprice it. They're going to put a line out there, but they don't want to have a bad number out there to get exposed. So it really is kind of all about the numbers and a little bit all about what your pre-flop position is. And we'll talk about that when we get into halftime and second half wagering. You will see sometimes – if, if, if a game is like on an overpace or it went over in the first half just barely, come back in the second half right. on the under, you'll see some guys try to middle that. And that's kind of the way you can really utilize in play and especially second half wagering. Okay, I think we're going to go right now very quickly to Will Hill. Uh, he is, of course, our ports, uh, point spread weekly contributor here at VEASAN. He's got the Jags and the Texans. Uh, Will, what are you seeing so far? Hey, everybody's looking to see Trevor Lawrence and how he looks in his NFL debut. Yeah, whoever assigns the games, I guess my bribe didn't come through because I'm sitting here with the Jags and the Texans. uh, A lot of conservative first down play calls. I mean, we're running on first down, like you'd expect with Tyrod Taylor, more of a game manager. You know, they're keeping the ball on the ground, a lot of underneath. Both teams went three and out. Uh, We got our first first down of the game right now, about eight and a half minutes left in the first quarter. The Texans are, you know, maybe at the 45-yard line facing a 39. I think the under's in play here. Just watching this, I know it's early, but both teams just very conservative. Uh, you know, a lot of first down hands off, a lot of underneath. So, you know, maybe it opens up, but I just think both of these teams are going to be feeling each other out. So I think the under might be in play here. Uh, and, the Will, and the Will's point, current in, in play under at BetMGM, 41 and a half now. Still minus three and a half for the Jaguars, but even money, recall that danced around the key number of three. Jags yep. got some love to three and a half. And then when three and a half would show, some of the wise guys would come in. Now it's frozen, but... 41 and a half was where it went downwards. And that's why we go to our correspondents like Will Hill, because he's got a feel for the way the game is being called. All right. So for your betting dollar, if Will's telling you, hey, this looks like it's a rock fight and they just don't want to take chances either with Tyrod Taylor, uh, or, you know, Trevor Lawrence making his first NFL start. Right. 
So they're playing it close to the vest. That's where why Will is telling you that under might be in play here. So when you look at that live adjusted number, even though it's coming down uh, a couple ticks here, don't be scared off necessarily because it just doesn't have the feel, according to Will, of a game that's going to open up anytime soon. So again, scoreless uh, so far in between the Jags and the Texans. A couple other games right now, scoreless Minnesota and Cincinnati. And of course, San Francisco and Detroit right now, no points on the board and no points on the board uh, between the Jets and Carolina, a game that I have a significant interest in as well, because I'm with you. I backed Carolina this year. I really like the Panthers. I, I thought that Sam Darnold, if he doesn't turn the ball over, they could have a successful season, i.e. win eight games. And to that end, you know, you look at this game against the Jets, they got like Carolina early on in the year to get off on the good foot. This is a type of game they have to win. Mm-hmm. You would think we're going to take them seriously down south this year in the NFC. So we'll keep an eye on the, some of these scoreless games and see if the offense starts to pick up. But you do get the feel. It's week one. It's early in these games, and coaches are playing it a little bit close to the vest. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, no surprise, it's first game jitters. And I think you get that whatever kind of sport that you have, and that's why you see a little bit of low score. And I know we got some updates that we're going to have to get to on the other side. By the way, it looks like uh, Philadelphia into the end zone. Uh Jalen Hurts with the touchdown pass. Atlanta stumbles, and a lot of, uh, you know, comments on the Twitter machine about same goal line offense for Atlanta. So they settle for three. Philadelphia does not. Now seven to three here, 6-17 left to go in the first floor. And San Francisco on the board. We've got updates galore when you come back with us right here on the Green Zone on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. season your best sports betting season ever start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts including 24 7 video streaming daily best bet emails betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis you get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe back here on the green zone Dave Ross with Wes Reynolds I try to take my glasses off I don't look so old, but I did see that we have action. And Will Hill was saying, I, I you know, I, I got no action here, right? Well, Will's got some action right now between the Jags and the Texans. Will, what do you have for us? Seven nothing Texans. Really a wild sequence. Uh, wild sequence. Taylor throws a jump ball on third and long. It was one of those dual possessions. Could have called an interception, but they give it to the receiver. Obviously, in that scenario. The next play, they run a sweep, and it looks like a fumble. Uh, Whoever took it for the Texans, the receiver fumbled it. Jags uh, fall on it, but they call it a forward pass and an incompletion. Taylor just lobbed it forward just enough where they call it an incompletion. Uh, A couple plays later, Ingram takes it in for the touchdown. He was about 12-1 to to score the first touchdown. So very fortunate for Houston. They are up 7-0, six and a half minutes left here in the first quarter. All right, thank you very much, Will. And again, I I really did thought, I thought, boy, the Texans catching three and a half Mm -hmm. at home against a rookie quarterback. Uh, in a rookie head coach here in the NFL. Uh, are you seeing any uh, significant movement now, Wes, with that, this early score by Houston? It was two and a half as we were talking to Will. Houston minus two and a half, 47 and a half on the total. But now Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence with a, a 33-yard pass to Marvin Jones gets them into Houston territory. So now Texans minus a buck and a half, minus a dollar twenty, and then the take back on Jags, even money on the money line. Okay, and we have some activity. I know that Arizona looks like they have just punched it in against Tennessee, PAT pending. 
uh, 9-0. So we'll get Nate standing by here, Nate Jacobson from Stadium, uh, with that Cardinals and Titans game. And I believe Nate is ready right now. So, Nate, we just saw that score here out of the corner of our eye. Uh, what was going on there? What led to this easy scoring opportunity for Arizona? Well, it, when it comes to Cliff Kingsbury, it's never easy for the Arizona Cardinals. But Ryan Boy, Tannehill forced the fu- – <laughs> Chandler Jones sacking Ryan Tannehill, fumble forced, big man picks it up, down at the half-yard line after review. It was a touchdown on the field. And then the first play on first down, Arizona jumps false start. So they go back five yards. They go back a little bit more. But just now – I know it's only 30 minutes into the season, guys, but DeAndre Hopkins maybe had one of the catches of the week when we're going to look back at it. Whoa. A touchdown for the Arizona Cardinals. They're up 10 nothing. I'm not happy because I had the Cardinals plus three. I know you guys were hoping for the Cardinals. You were hoping for scoring. You got some scoring. Maybe this game starts a shootout with Tennessee down 10 points. As we look right now, Arizona minus five and a half point favorite on the live line. Well, yeah, there it the is. Total at 60 and a half. Mm-hmm. 60 and a half. Great stuff, Nate. I, I mean, look, there it is, Wes, right? We expected points in this game. We're getting points here. Uh, 10 nothing early. It just feels like this is what Ryan Tannehill and the Titans sometimes do. They don't mind being in shootouts, right? Even though they yeah. got Derrick Henry, you think they run the football all the time. They can throw it. They can move it. And that's why I think most books, including BetMGM, is one of the highest point totals on the board today. And you saw with Tennessee, even though they won the division last year in the AFC South, they were 0-4 against the spread as right. five-point favorites at home or less last year. Seeing another slow start here. Encouraging sign, though, for Arizona. They try to add some guys to their defense. J.J. Watt, now a member of the Arizona Cardinals, mm-hmm. but it's his other guy, his other side defensive end, Chandler Jones, forcing that fumble. So now 10 nothing early. Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury getting it done on on the road and as Nate said now four and a half on the live line at BetMGM total over 60. Now again I know you people are probably thinking well you haven't shown Anthony Armstrong or Mike Wobishaw yet that's because no points so far between the Jets and Panthers and the Vikings and Bengals so really slow starts there offensively again I'm, I'm kind of keeping a, a peek on that Jets and Panthers game here what do you make of what you've seen so far obviously you got a rookie quarterback the number two pick overall for the Jets and you got Sam Darnold going up against his old team it's got to be interesting because Darnold knows them and they know Darnold. Mm-hmm. And so far, it's the rock fight and it's Zippo Zippo. Yeah, when I heard about revenge game, mm. I think it's like a revenge game for both teams, really, because obviously, <laughs> like you anymore, right? obviously Slam and Sam wants to beat his old team, sure. the New York Jets, but the Jets want to beat their old quarterback, too. So I didn't really play that too much into mind, but jitters on both sides. Zach Wilson just won a four for seven yards, making his first start as the number two overall pick in the 2021 draft. Sam Darnold, five to six, 28 yards. So just not a lot of activity. Carolina does have 43 yards in their two drives, only four for the New York Jets. So no score there yet. And uh, we're going to go ahead and go out to Anthony right now. Let's go out to Anthony Armstrong, one of the fastest men in the the NFL when he played wide receiver. I covered him in D.C. It's hard to cover him anywhere because he's so fast. But we got a slow game, Anthony. What are you seeing so far between the Jets and the Panthers? I mean, I, I think this is pretty much what you can expect from you know a rookie quarterback, couple first-year head coaches. Hey, the Panthers' defense is going crazy. Brian Burns is getting to the quarterback, giving Zach Wilson some problems. So if you're not going to protect the quarterback, you're not going to have a good game. Uh, but once the offense gets rolling, I can see the Panthers get something going in the second half as they get a little bit more used to uh, you know operating together for this first-year team with uh, with Sam Darnold coming back there. Absolutely, AAA, and again, his middle name is Armitus, so I hope you don't mind me putting that out there. That's why I call him AAA. But look, you know, he makes a good point. You see the, the total now down to 38.5 here. Maybe Carolina can get things going a little bit later, playing it close to the vest. 
But I, I love what Matt Rule is doing defensively. We saw his first year in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. They drafted all defense. And then what they do with their first-round pick in the top ten this year? Corner. Yep. Defense. Yep. Right. They're building a defense, and it's showing itself early in this game. And you would assume that they're going to confuse a rookie quarterback in Zach Wilson. I don't care how good you looked in preseason. Defensive coordinators don't show in the preseason. They show in the regular right. season. Right. And to your point, I think Matt Rule and Joe Brady have confidence in their offensive scheme. So uh, right now, Carolina minus three and a half on the end game, 38 and a half on the total. Let's go back out to Will Hill watching the Jags and the Texans. Will, what's going on now, my friend? Yeah, first uh, first couple of first downs in Trevor Lawrence's career. They got to the Texans 37, had to settle for a 55-yard field goal attempt from Lambeau, which was no good. Ooh. So we know what that means. Good field position for the Texans coming up. Already up 7-0. Now they get the ball here uh, you know, around the 40-something yard line. So good field position and a lead here early for the Texans. And uh, great stuff, Will. And again, I was a little bit surprised with this line that it was such a hefty favorite at 3.5 on the road with a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach. And now you're catching 2.5 here, as Will mentioned with that adjusted line here what do you make because it looks like to me i i wouldn't be i look i like the texans pre-flop mm-hmm. i'm not shying away from that now yeah i took three and a half and right now you can lay two and a half at bet mgm 46 and a half on the total minus a dollar 45 on the money line for the texans plus 115 on the jaguars so they did get some rhythm i mentioned they got into that territory and then they were down to one and a half point dogs now back up to two and a half as lambo misses that field goal and then one other quick update because that's kind of the game i'm watching yes Russell Wilson hits Tyler Lockett for a touchdown. Lockett beats Kari Wills in the end zone. So 7-3 Seattle, and now a three and out in Carson Wentz's second drive. Seattle Seahawks now at BetMGM, minus 6.5 even money, 47.5 on the total. So that is a big move. Uh, uh, Colts, though, did go three and out on that ensuing drive. Uh, Russell Wilson able to find Tyler Lockett in the back of the end zone. That really surprises me, that yeah. that line moved that much. Yeah. And again, we talked about it you know, all summer long. It went from the Colts minus three to Seattle minus three on the road. And I know some do's and don'ts traditionally in NFL betting is you don't like to wager. Uh, certainly West Coast coming to the Midwest, given points on the road, but so far so good from, from Russ. Uh, do you think it's going to be like one of those let Russ cook seasons? Or are they going to try to be more balanced? I think they want to be more balanced, but Russ is, uh, you know, not liked his offensive line. He's wanted some improvements. I don't think they really did a lot. They did finally get Dwayne Brown signed yes. to a deal. Didn't maybe maybe Dwayne didn't want to be in training camp and said, okay, wake me for week <laughs> one and I'll sign my deal. Let's go out to Mark Zeno, longtime ATL radio host. You know his voice in Atlanta. Great to have his voice here on Veasan. Uh, Mark, what are you seeing so far as you near the end of the first quarter between the Falcons and the Eagles? Uh, more of the same from the Atlanta's offense. Doesn't matter the head coach or the person at this point. Struggles in the red zone can the Falcons. As you mentioned, they're still out there for strike one yard field goal from Young Way Koo. Philadelphia's touchdown. Falcons immediately go right down the field, then had back to back penalties inside the five yard line, throwing the ball all over the place. It is incomplete now after second down. They're facing a field goal from near the nine and possibly settling for another field goal again. Just their woes after being 26 in the league in Red zone official. They're starting off on, on that side. Arthur Smith is head coach. All right, great stuff as always, Mark. We'll check back in with you, see if we get an update there. But right now, at the end of one quarter, it is seven to three. What do you have for us? Yeah, Chris? and Atlanta. By the way, they've had two drives to Philadelphia's one. Atlanta on the yardage, one forty-four to sixty-five. They're going to have third and goal. They reach the end of the first quarter, so that game is at a break. Current in-play price at BetMGM. It's baked in the cake. They think maybe Atlanta's going to score here. Atlanta minus two and a half. 
51 and a half the current in-game total on the money line, plus 120 on the Eagles, minus 150 on the Dirty Birds. Uh, again, I love that Dirty Birds. Uh, you, you know, we're, we're keeping an eye on everything we can keep our eye on. One thing that has kind of surprised me so far, and we talked about it with Tory Gurley early, is the Bills got that big play early, right? Had to settle for three, and since then, it's been a stalemate, and still 3 nothing. And I, I think one of the marquee games here in the early window, a lot is, is expected of the Buffalo Bills this season after getting to the title game in the AFC a year ago. And a lot of people looking at Ben Roethlisberger and saying, how is he going to bounce back this year? So we're going to keep an eye on all those games. Again, we have correspondents at every single 1 o'clock game on the East Coast that's already kicked off. And Wes and I are going to keep our double-duty eye on Seattle and the Colts. Much more to get to. Just getting it cranked up. Week 1, officially. We're on the way here at the Green Zone on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes 
that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Sign up today at BetMGM and enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. The King of Sportsbooks welcomes you to Showtime with the lock of the year. Simply place a a $10 money line wager on any pro football team. If any team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of the bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VEASAN200 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds, specials, and daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use the bonus code VEASAN200 to win $200 in free bets if any pro football team scores a touchdown. New customer offer, paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Dave Ross, Wes Reynolds, right here in Las Vegas. It is the Green Zone, and we have updates to get to Starting off in Detroit, where Dieter Kurtenbach is watching the Lions and San Francisco. Dieter, what's going on there? A lot of action of the good variety. There's some <laughs> quality football being played. San Francisco able to get into the end zone with Trey Lance's first NFL touchdown pass to Trent Sherfield, of all people. And then the Lions go 13 plays, 82 yards down the field. TJ Hawkinson with a six-yard touchdown reception. He was huge on that series. San Francisco ball, but they won't have Raheem Mostert, it looks like, for the rest of the game. He has a knee injury, so something to keep an eye on with Trey Sermon already out. It's Elijah Mitchell and and uh, Hasty, Jamichael Hasty oh. out of Baylor back in the day. So that's where the Niners are at. All right, great stuff, Dieter. So, again, the key words there, Trey Lance. Yes. What did I say at the beginning of the show? It's hard if you're Jimmy G and you're looking over your shoulder and all of a sudden Trey Lance is in. I, I wonder if they've already made this change now and if this sticks. I mean, th- th- this, is, this is kind of very interesting in the first half of the first game of the year that Trey Lance has already thrown his first touchdown pass in his NFL career. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, now 7-7, seven to seven, by the way, in the San Francisco 49ers. Minus 7.5, plus a buck oh five, forty eight and a half 48.5 on the total. And as uh, Dieter mentioned, Elijah Mitchell, the kid they drafted out of ULL, Louisiana Lafayette, is pretty much going to get the bulk of the carries with Mostert and Sermon outs. And uh, Detroit for their touchdown uh, that they did score to uh, tie the game. Jared Goff, by the way, to TJ Hawkinson. Mm. We do have another score really quickly yes. before we get out to another update. Seattle Seahawks once again in the end zone. Not a very good start for the Indianapolis Colts. They got the first three on the board, but Seattle's got the next 14, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson Gerald is cooking. Gerald Everett, yep. The, yes, another he tight is end. cooking. Gerald Everett right over the middle. Colts having trouble covering here. Seattle up 14-3 to very early in Indianapolis. And you mentioned that adjusted line before this touchdown was six and a half. I was like, boy, it felt too high. Maybe not right now. PAT pending. It looks like Seattle taking control there. Uh, we do have some updates from the Jags and the Texans. Will Hill has been all over that game today. 
And uh, Will, I believe we got another Texan score. What's going on there? Yeah, I don't know if there's any live lines on Urban Meyer's health, but it's not off to a good start. They are down 14 <laughs> Um uh, Jags are now plus six and a half live. They do have the ball. They will get the ball to start the third quarter, but they've just gotten run over. Now, now I remember I, I mentioned that the, both these teams have been conservative early. Both these teams did finish in the bottom three in defense last year, though, and it's starting to show that the Texans already, you know, over 150 or so yards here. But the Jags do have the ball down 14 nothing here. Uh, you know, just had a big run wiped out by a holding call. First and 16 as the Jags look to get back into it. Is Somebody Urban, check on Urban. Is Urban going to pull a Bobby Petrino oh, here boy. and take the USC job when maybe they finally uh, say goodbye <laughs> to Clay Helton? That's going to take it a couple years ago, yes, right? Yes, yes. So maybe he pulls a Bobby Petrino all those years ago at the Atlanta Falcons uh, and goes ahead and says, ah, I like the college game better. I can really run it the way I want. I, I don't have to deal with the players' union, and I can work them out whenever I want. So right now, 14 nothing at near the end of the first quarter. I think that's actually ticked down. That line will be priced at BetMGM momentarily. It was about 7.5 on the Texans side. Yeah, it is very interesting. Again, I thought that line was a little bit off when you saw that the Texans were catching 3.5 at mm-hmm. home. And right now, that adjusted line, boy, you're going to have to play it now if you still Plus think Plus 7.5 minus $1.20 on the Jaguars. That just comes back up. Now 47.5 on the in-game total. So Jacksonville will start the second quarter, second long from their own 29. I didn't want Mike Wobeshaw to feel like we, we weren't going to go to him at, at any point today. So, Mike, I hope you, you've been waiting patiently for us, of course, Viking Territory, Purple PTSD contributor. Great to have you here on VEASAN for the first time today. Mike, what are you seeing between the Vikings and the Bengals? Hey, it's week one. Even a boring game is not going to get me to fall asleep yet. Uh, <laughs> but what I'm seeing is nothing very good when it comes to offensive football here between the Vikings and the Bengals, particularly for the Vikings, who on their first two drives were pretty sloppy. Four penalties on the opening drive. Kirk Cousins inaccurate, throwing behind receivers twice. He's taken two sacks, so the Vikings continually behind the chains early in this game. The good news for them is their defense has been humming as it uh, has been for most of Mike Zimmer's tenure there, and that has kept them in this game. Now, uh, the Vikings' field position has been terrible. Their first drive on their own 25, then on their own 10, then on their own 9. They've dug out of it, though, now. We've got Justin Jefferson throwing passes to K.J. Osborne. So, I mean, maybe the Vikings are starting to catch fire here. They're close to the red zone. Kirk Cousins and the Vikings driving. We may get our first points of the game here momentarily, but this has under written all over it, particularly if you had it early on or before the game started. And even now I would jump in on it. Um, Nothing tells me that this game uh, is going to be high scoring by any stretch. Wow, great update, Mike. And again, you saw the adjusted line. My goodness, if you want to play that under, mm-hmm. you know, obviously you hopefully you got that preflop to Mike's point because this has been an ugly game as they're in the second quarter there in Cincinnati. You, you wonder if it's going to break out, but according to Mike, he doesn't get the feel that the game looks like it's going to open up anytime soon. And why would it with a guy like Mike Zimmer? Yeah. Who would love to just run out of Cincinnati with a W any way he can. He doesn't care about style points. And to Mike's point, Minnesota just outside the red zone right now, adjusted number, minus three and a half on the Minnesota Vikings, 33 and a half on the total, minus $1.85 on Minnesota on the money line, plus $1.45 on Cincinnati. So Vikings at least uh, got something going. They're at the uh, 30-yard line, second long coming up. Uh, still no points for Tennessee. Still in the first quarter there, 10 nothing. I think that's the last game that's still in the first quarter. But we do have some action from Detroit. Dieter Kurtenbach has been covering that game for us for the Niners and the Lions. Dieter, what's the latest? 
And Elijah Mitchell fellow we just told you about has made his presence known. 49ers are up 14-7 to here in the second quarter. Elijah Mitchell, a 38-yard touchdown run, little pitch out to the right, and he just scooted all the way past. If you watched him at ULL, you knew he was fast. The Detroit Lions just found out about it. Okay, right there. Uh, we're getting some points there early on. Dieter's been watching a pretty entertaining game here after a slow start. By the way, for San Francisco, 11.4 yards a play. That is not going to get it done for the Lions defensively. Current adjusted price at BetMGM, just three minutes into the second quarter. San Francisco, minus 12.5, 53.5 on the total. As uh, Kyle Shanahan, and we'll get Dieter's thoughts later in the show, as we go to him again about this. They're doing this two-headed monster at quarterback they right are. now. So Trey Lance in that short yardage situation through that touchdown. But Jimmy G, for his own thought, I know he had that early fumble. Jimmy G, 4-4 four, four for 67 yards. I just, can, can you play two quarterbacks? I mean, can you really do uh, it? It's going to be interesting. I think a lot of Kyle Shanahan as a coach and I as a play too. caller Covered and as an offensive coordinator. Yep. But... Can he make this work? That's going to be interesting. And as uh, as Dieter mentioned, Elijah Mitchell now a 38-yard touchdown run, having to carry the load. He's basically the third-team running back with Raheem Mostert out, and Trey Sermon was inactive today. So uh, the rook from ULL, the Raging Cajun, getting it done. Yeah, you know what? You're right about Kyle Shanahan. And again, I, I covered his dad in D.C. when Mike was the head coach and Kyle was the offensive coordinator, and there's some guy named Sean McVay on that staff as well. There were some really brilliant offensive minds so, again, I'm sorry, Jacob, give it to me one more time. Okay, Jets-Panthers, let's go out there and get another update uh, with our guy Tripway, Anthony Armstrong. Uh, Anthony, what are you seeing here? Still scoreless at this point? Still scoreless. You're, you're seeing the Panthers make a little bit of a move. Uh, there's a, a play that looks like it might get challenged. Uh, Sam Darnold with a, a nice back shoulder pass to DJ Moore. And I hear you guys talking about Kyle Shanahan. You know he has to get Trey Lance on the field. I mean, he's excited to have a, an athletic player like that. And, he, and he's an offensive mind who's going to be able to add some creativity. You said that stab with McVay, LaFleur, and Kyle Shanahan. I mean, come on. He's got some plays. And that, that's a catch for DJ Moore. So that's in Bowser. Uh, they're in the red zone now. Okay, they're in the red zone now. And if anybody would know, Anthony Armstrong played for Mike and Kyle mm-hmm. and Josh and mm-hmm. Sean. So that guy knows offensive football. And again, if there is a guy that can do it in the modern age in 2021 in the NFL, it probably is Kyle Shanahan, a way to make this work with two guys. That's why I was just so stunned when Dieter said, you know, that we had the, the rookie, Trey Lance, mm-hmm. throwing the touchdown and not Jimmy G. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on there? They made the move. No, they're playing two quarterbacks. Right. And I know, if, you know, if you're looking at that from a, a gambling perspective of like, how do I gauge Jimmy G touchdown totals? You got to factor that in mm-hmm. if they're going to be rotating quarterbacks with San Francisco to, to maximize their offensive efficiency. And back to Carolina, the game we were just checking in with AAA on. It's going to be, it looks like, fourth and short here mm. inside the red zone for the Carolina Panthers. So decision time early for Matt Rule for it, Matt and Rule. company. It's uh, fourth and one from the Jets four. They are measuring on the field here. Still in the second quarter, no points on the board for either squad. And uh, the Chargers still up on Washington right now. It's 7-6 to six right there. And again, the Bills, it's still 3 nothing in that game. We're going to keep an eye on everything going on. Hour number one blew by. It is the NFL. It is week number one. It is the Green Zone right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.